2: Worst gig ever.
0: (laughs) Speaking of solemn intros, (laughs) welcome to the show. I'm Mike Pace. I'm Jeff Garlock. We got a uh, solemn red rain... Friday morning on this cold November morn, (laughs) as the sun peeks out. Right when you say that, look at that. For those of you who aren't in New York, we got a. uh, It's 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 kind of a solemn morning. I would say, sort of a red rain morning here. Uh, (laughs) Mike, I I, I, this is uh, I just wanted to
2: break up a little bit of an intervention. You've been calling it a red rain morning for like the past three weeks.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's the it's the song, it's the mood the cobblestone streets it's getting ready to uh you know do your chimney sweeping for the day um uh, speaking of which we have force of nature dan saint germain on the show today coming in the studio yeah he's
2: a good one great stand up i i've i've Wait, now we didn't share TV space, but basically did.
0: You could say he's together. also a, uh, a comedic actor of sorts. Uh,
2: he is a comedic actor. He's got a web series out right now. And kicking Dan out. Kicking Dan out. Uh, doing quite well. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's he's a solid guest. You guys are gonna, should be psyched about him because we are
0: <laughs> psyched as I can tell. It's in, uh, like I God, said. God, it's I, early. In
2: the boarded. It is. We got an early morning one today, so we're gonna we're, we'll start dulcet tones in the intro, and then we'll. And then we'll have a kind of a a, a red rain change in our break.
0: <laughs> we are doing an AM <laughs> taping. It's uh just after six forty five in the morning here. Uh and you know, it's it's a little early for us to be conversing, but there are people driving to work listening to this and we'll just have a little a bit show. more of
2: the Delilah town. A little bit more of the I had a little letter from little Jimmy Jimmy Johnson who told me how much he wanted that little football
0: for Christmas. He did. Tell me about Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. He's,
2: he's an eight-year-old boy. Eight-year-old boy whose father is in Iraq right now, and we're, we're sending some love out to him with "Old Lang Syne" by Dan Fogelberg.
0: <laughs> All right, <I> wonder- <laughs> way to get the press, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how that was going to be rescued, but we did it. Jimmy, this episode is for you. He's a little boy. He uh, loves the show. Writes in. Uh, oh, I actually just got a. Uh, I got a text from Jimmy Johnson here. Fuck you. Wow. All right. From Red Raid Twenty Four. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, uh, well, I don't know what else to say. I think uh, I say we
2: get into the show, but I think it. before we do that, we say. Check us out at worstgigeverpodcast.tumblr.com. If you've got any suggestions for guests you'd like us to try to get, if you've got any worst gigs of your own, email us at worstgigever at gmail.com. Go to iTunes, check out Worst Gig Ever. Give us some ratings. Uh, do the whole shebang.
0: Give us a rating, because right now we're rated R, and we want to go
2: down oh, to PG-13. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Johnson, reach out <laughs> out.
0: All right, so here is uh, Dane saying. Dane, here's Dane, Dane Cook. Dane Cook is here. On the show. This is gonna be the blowout one. All right, Dancing Germain, worst gig Ever.
1: One story that I mean, this is still the worst. Was that I was, uh, it was a, hmm, it was about, uh, a year and some change ago, a little bit of a year and some change ago. I was, uh, I went to, a, like, a southern tour for a couple of nights in a row. Uh, I was in Atlanta and, uh, some awesome place in Georgia and then, I had to do Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've been to Johnson City, Tennessee, but every single person looks like they just crawled out of the TV in the ring. It's like the worst. <laughs> it's all like winter's bony, and it's very bad. Uh, and I was there. They've
2: heard of meth.
1: They've heard of meth. <laughs> and they were booking me for two nights. Um, and it was, you know, right after I had gotten fell and so I was feeling like pretty hot shit sure. like all right things are really gonna open up for old Saint Germain plus I was like drinking at the time and you know I, I had not been drinking for two and a half years and I went you know and I was like doing all sorts of fucking shit uh-huh. that I shouldn't have been doing and uh anyway I had i I got there and it, it, I when I got to the bar the first night nobody was there whatsoever and it was just kind of like a bad show right. and th- that's fine the second night um uh, we I realize that they were holding the Blue Plum Festival, and it was packed everywhere, right. and nobody was there. First of all, the guy who runs the venue, I never meet the entire time I'm there until the very end, and I'll tell you that in a second. And then the guy who's hosting is a na- guy named X, of course. who shows up 45 minutes late each night.
2: X letter or EX?
1: X letter, okay. and then does... Forty-five minutes of hosting, sure. uh, and acted and talked to me like I was opening for him, basically. <laughs> but he looked like a fucking criminal, so there was like <laughs> nothing that you could do about it. And my features is really sweet guys in New York now, um, and uh, so you know he goes on X kills each time he kills <laughs> with God knows what. I don't know what he does, and you know people, up, like, aren't even, people aren't even people aren't even paying attention. Like everyone's at the bar. The feature goes up, just fucking eats shit in a way that's unimaginable. <laughs> like, he gets off stage, and it was like he, it was like when a band of brothers character apologizes. It was like one of those sad, sullen... And then I got on stage, and uh, it was bad. Uh, really bad. But uh, the thing that I remember the most was I have this cat guy joke, which, like, you know, like, destroyed on Fallon. So I'm what? like, this is my fucking premier joke. <laughs> and I do it, He's and a guy dressed as a cat jumps on stage <laughs> and starts dancing with me and i was like i'm in hell
0: welcome to the blue not table. planned
1: yeah so anyway the end of the gig um it was something it, the the money was really bad i forget how much it was um but it was not it wasn't good uh and I go up, and then X is like, all right, I'm going to take you up to Jerry to get paid, or whatever the guy's name was. <laughs> Jerry. And then we, we, I said, it was somebody. So we go upstairs, we open the door, and there's this obese man in a blue life beater and a mohawk with a pit bull and a cage right next to him that starts barking at us. And, uh, you know, he he has one of those money counters. Right. And he goes, how was it? And I'm like... And it's the first time I've ever done, like, honestly, man, it was pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> and he goes, I figured,
2: slams the money down, and then I left.
0: <laughs> wow. wow.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's a terrible... Wait, what was The Blue Plum Festival? Yeah, for the Blue listener, plum. what
0: is the Blue Plum Festival?
1: I'm sure it's something racist, but uh,
2: <laughs> I, I don't know exactly. <laughs> right. Something that's in Harvest. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, did you at least get paid the amount that you wanted to get paid? He didn't fight you with the bull. no, is there, is, the pit no, pit is there a guarantee? Yeah, he was pretty good about that. All right, good. You weren't having to pull any Henry Rollins, like, take him in a headlock. I would got my ass kicked. Okay, so. good, good
0: to know. Honest, let, let, uh, let me ask you, though, on a, like, in that case, is there a guarantee for the show, or is it a door deal? Like, how does it work um, on the comedy side? You usually try to get a guarantee, like, a door deal
1: is, is typically for somebody who is famous. Right. Um, and luckily, I really haven't had to worry about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, for the most part, it's a guaranteed. Okay, okay. and uh, I have had situations where I've showed up, and and they spent less money. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but, for the uh,
2: listener, <laughs> uh, you know. So it seems like it's the opposite. That's Cause, it,
0: like because we're we're we, we come from playing in bands and going on tour, and most of the right. time, you want to get. That How do you guarantee? guys make any money? Well, you, you make money from college shows. Yep. Yeah. It's probably similar. Yeah. To God. And, and
2: and weird fucking like, touring Vice a lot. Shows. Like Vice right. shows. Or spo- spo- my sponsored, sponsored shows. Sponsored be shows. Because we were on Vice, too. So we would play, like, right. the one weird Vice party in Vegas. Right. And then a bunch of shit for two weeks, you know?
1: Right. I can't imagine. Being in a band's got to be really tough as far as yep. money. Like I, I'm just reading the Bruce Springsteen biography now and how, right. like, uh mm. how I was like it? it's good. I'm a huge yeah. Bruce fan. But... uh. If you guys are metal guys, probably not the same. No,
0: no, I'm I'm a huge. huge oh yeah, yeah, it's well, good. Yeah. It's, we, uh, it's it's it's
1: good.
2: The
0: yin and yang, the yeah. music. Yeah, over yeah, here. yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's it's hard. There's no money.
0: <laughs> it's, well, you know. just you have to do it. I mean, of, this well, is this is kind of the thing that we talk about on the show yeah. all the time: is between music people and comedy Ooh, people. Right, and there's similarities right. and differences, and it's,
1: I think that there, you know, are more. I don't know. I really don't think there's much similarities between comedians and musicians, right? Like
0: maybe that's my ignorance. Well, no, I'm curious. Um, what it, like in in what way?
1: A visit from the Goon Squad. Speaking of musicians, I read. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't know where that book came from. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't. I think that comedians are like, are very similar to pro wrestlers in the sense that there's no dignity and death. Right. You know, like. You can be a guy with a guitar, and you still won't look like a fool if you're 80 years old right. and doing it. Right, You know, you'll look like a charming old man yeah. who plays a guitar. If you're a comedian who's 80 years old, you look like a fucking sad piece of shit. And the same thing as a wrestler. Yeah. like, opera, a like or someone Yeah, like, like, like Gorilla Monsoon when he's 75 yeah. jumping yeah. around. Like, So I always saw the similarities really being between... Especially like in that movie, The Wrestler is like of course, one of the best yeah. movies yes, about yes. comedy that I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Like at that shitty legend signing when they're all sitting there. Oh yeah, that's
0: yeah. see I, you hit on it. You hit on another. I mean, we we actually both mm-hmm. love wrestling. Me too. And we we yeah. t- we've we've had uh, we've talked about wrestling on the show before. Have you guys ever uh, had
1: Matt on? Um? No, no. He's we'll a great we'll comic, and he just, uh, he used to write for them. Oh, he just, really? oh okay. We'll, it was we'll, quit we'll, a couple we'll, months we'll, ago for WWE. Yeah, he's in L.A. now, though, but I don't know if he's coming Did back. Did he
2: have to go to Connecticut for that? Mm-hmm. Yep. He just, and he lived here but you just go back and forth? Yeah. That's great. But, yeah. well, you, but you can make a comparison
0: between, you know, when you're band and you're first starting out and you're booking your own tours and you're going out there and you're playing yeah. for, like, 50 bucks a night, the same way that, you know, both comics and wrestlers, you're going out there, you're killing yourself, you're... You're blading, you're fucking yeah, yeah. tearing yourself apart, and you're getting, whatever, 25 bucks 25 a night bucks. to wrestle some right. indie, you know, promotion, some dirty mat. And yourself. Covered and in hepatitis. You know, you're unless you're, you
2: know, if you're going out doing a bunch of, like, a week or so with another yeah. comedian or whatever yeah. it is, like, you know. But wrestlers live in their own yeah. little worlds. And uh, I
0: mean, there's the solidarity between the guys, because they all get in the car. You always hear the stories about wrestlers, like, driving to, to yeah. shows together and what. And it's... Although I did just yeah. find
2: a breakdown because I was trying to figure out how much everyone got paid, and it was a little bit older, and I just didn't think about like you know certain people have a certain level uh, where it's also like you know Triple H gets first class, while this guy gets coach, and right. then also I found where Triple H gets like ten flights on Vince McMahon's flight. Well, but he's flight also throughout the year because he's his the the son son-in-law. In-law. Yeah, but uh, like, but it go like there was like you know like CM Punk, I'm yeah. sure gets first class while. Does. You know, Ryback might just be starting to get first class.
0: But the other, the other, the other difference is, is that you can only make money in pro wrestling in the WWE. There's really you, you can't yeah. you can't make money anywhere right. else. Whereas in comedy and music, I guess like
1: TNA it, you can make a little money. But,
0: but it's still, you know,
1: it's total nonstop
2: action wrestling. No, I like our
0: seats. That was that was where a lot of the older WWE right, guys have gone to uh, to die. Yeah. Um, Poor little
2: Hogan. <laughs> Poor little weird bald Hogan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling too bad for Hogan right now. It's hey, a penis he's, he's, the size of a... He's
2: fucking a Bubba's arms, but just white. Oh, is, yeah.
0: it, is it a big... De- I didn't actually see... All I saw was in a minute and a half. That was the... Uh, Did you yeah, see it's, the actual... You see, no, I, I, I couldn't bring myself to watch the... Uh, Can you the see unrated. it online? You could. See, you saw it? I think I found the poster I posted it. Found somewhere. I think it's just in black and white. You see, it looks like that microphone there. It's oh, like... it's. Okay. I mean, I
2: did. The, the, I love in that clip when he's like answering the phone. <laughs> There's so many like weird Freudian levels of his like daughter or no, his son calling him. He
1: is like a complete piece of shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. you read about uh, just how much that guy. That guy is like the reason wrestling unions didn't happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is uh, ridiculous to me. I agree. Yep. Huh. Uh,
2: so, the uh, life on the road. What's it? So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you like? know, I I have been doing more road stuff lately, and I've been r- really lucky that I just got a live
1: uh, new live agent now, who's really mm-hmm. great. Um, so I'm going to be going on more. Good, uh, but I haven't. I wouldn't consider myself like a road guy, right. like uh, Rory Scovel, who used to do that, and he was like a real fucking road dude. And I say that with like utmost respect. He's like one of those. He's like one of the, he. He's doing it in the most old fashioned way possible, where he right. just like. Played every fucking state, and then he came to New York, and then he went to L.A., and now he's going to be a huge star, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, and you thats it's a similar thing for playing music, too. Like, you have to do the work. Yeah. You have to get that, especially since that's really the only way to make money as, yeah. a, like, a smaller band. You have right. to fucking Well, you
1: know, do I'm it. really nervous. I think that one thing that probably happens, too, is that, like, for a while you bish because you're not, like— getting everything and all yep. this stuff and now i'm starting to get stuff a lot like more like and not just like one tv spot like some really exciting stuff's mm-hmm. happening and you get nervous like oh fuck if i headline this weekend like what am i gonna do right you know what i mean like but in terms of like how how am well, i gonna how am i gonna what, what am i gonna you know what, am i gonna do okay and uh-huh. you know and the only thing that's helped me is that i finally after like years started working the clubs in new york i mean i had like I mean, I would work clubs from time to time, but now I'm consistently working some clubs, and that's only after doing it for, you know, six years that I say. And uh, and that's just because, you know, it takes forever to break into them. Yeah. yeah. Like, for real, unless you want to, you know, work, you know. So I've been able to get into crowd work more,
2: which is like going to be
1: invaluable because not yeah, all sure. my shit is going to fucking fly. I already sure. know that. Yeah,
2: you know. I mean, it certainly feels daunting. Like I don't really do stand up. Like I just do, you know. I focus on writing itself, but I think about like I watch like you know, like I watched that movie like Jamie Kennedy's like heckler. Yeah, day, and I have like, Good luck with that. Like yeah. it, oh, wait, like it, it. basically is like here's all the terrible parts. Of well, here, here's
0: here's out. a qu- here's a question for you how How do you get through like the vortex of shit that is the open mic circuit? Like, I mean, mm. I'm assuming you, you make friends, you hang out, but like how? Well, you
1: know, every new comic that I would say starting out. Which I don't know. Do you have new comics starting out? Listening, I've <laughs> yeah. I always get like. <laughs> Who no, <knows laughs> Who who's listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> that always one guy at, in
2: Tan- Tanzania. <laughs> right, right, right. This guy. Jimmy he Johnson. Draws. He's a Jimmy fan Johnson's of that. Jimmy great.
1: Johnson in Tanzania. Yeah. Um. Uh, I would say that you know you just try to kill at every mic and stand out, yeah, and yeah. then make and you know if you really want to, you know, when I started out comedy, the friends that I made, oh, plus I was a cokehead too, but like the friends I made were like. I don't know. They, weren't, they were not fucking bullshitters, you know? Right. And then about six to eight months in, I was like, oh shit, it's these guys who are actually working. Right.
2: And so bullshitters in the sense that like they love to complain and talk about shit but not actually do the no, work. No, but I do or, that
1: now, but they just didn't do the work. Yeah,
2: didn't do the work. Uh, well, because, yeah, you're never going to... Complain is the best. Why would it's you ever it's stop? It's but... Yes, you got that's an American stop. privilege. Yes, exactly. Uh, we, we earned that fucking privilege.
1: So... Yeah, I um I basically stopped uh, you know I I, I kind of you know from the mics right then you get on the sh- like the smaller shows right and then you ha- have tr- and then every time there you try to have the best set on each smaller show you know right. like I think that that's so and I then from there the set. you graduate yeah because there's gonna be a lot of guys there with a lot of credits who are gonna come in mm-hmm. and they're gonna you know kind of just use the place to fucking work out new stuff which yeah. is totally understandable but as you're there you got to be the guy who's like fucking the new dude right um you know and then you know you, you just kind of work up from there and it's it's a you know there i think that there's that way to do it there's my way that, that you know it's just a gradual chipping away and right. or there's been uh like michael che who was awesome when he started and he's just mm-hmm. fine now yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: the brief time that i was doing Mike's, which was for about Three or four months, mainly on Long Island, actually, when I was briefly living there. Are you doing like Uh, Governors and Maguires? No, I was doing, no, I was doing, I was just doing these, it was, (laughs) it was the trenches. It was after years of playing in, in a band and touring and doing all that, having loved comedy, telling jokes on stage, but like you said, you know, having the guitar to like hide behind. And then it's like, okay, let me try just doing, going up there and doing stuff. And it was so depressing. And keep in mind, I was also – I just got married. Um, I was kind of in a different place in my life as opposed to had I been like 23 starting out like single. Right. No, I think you know. it's
1: very its very hard for people who are, uh, have love in their lives to yeah. do comedy to yeah. start out
0: Yeah, with. oh, that's yeah. I
1: really don't. I mean like when I started, I just got out of my college relationship. I was hard drinking. Then I quit drinking and I really had nothing but comedy. Right. You know, I really didn't have anything else. Right. I had no – I wasn't hanging out with anybody because I wasn't drinking anymore. I wasn't dating or anything because I didn't know how to talk to women because I was sober. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still debatable whether I can now. (laughs) Sure. Uh, And, uh, you know, I was just a fucking wreck. So, you know, I mean, it was really like, all right, show, AA meeting, work as a security guard. It was like
0: pretty routine. But you could put all of your like energy and passion into showing sure. up every You know, day. like
1: when I was at the warrior stage, I was getting up like 16, 17 times a week at Mike's, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, which I, I never understand LA. I know people in LA who's like, I get up two, three times a week. I'm fine. I'm like, what are you crazy? <laughs> right. You're not doing it. Uh, but, you know, so that that's my thing. Just get up all the fucking time.
2: Um, Did you, so you started after college? I did. did you do any was there any inkling like in high well, school in like,
1: high school I started a sketch comedy troupe Oh, uh, which we never did anything we, right. did, we did like a battle band. bands where I did do stand up there I did like and then I tried to do stand up some other place um, so I did it like, three times in high school yeah no only yeah three times in high school Um. two out of three were terrible I opened for a band I did terribly where did you grow up <laughs> Where did I grow up? In uh, I grew up in Jersey. Okay. Um, I opened for a band. It was awful. I bombed. And then I opened for uh, – uh, I did a stand-up and I opened – because I didn't know that you had to write out material. I thought you could just sure. say topics and make them. Sure.
0: Play. Everybody has that realization at yeah. some point. They're like, oh, they're not just saying stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Off the top it was like
1: head. so terrifying. And I did like little jokes one night uh, for before band thing and that went really well. So then, you know, so I did three times in high school, and then I, I didn't do it at all in college up until my last year. Right. I did it once, and I remember really liking it. Yeah. And uh, I did very well. And uh, then about a year later, when I got to the city and, I, uh, you know, I got out of a relationship, and I was, I was actually a PA at Conan, mm-hmm. and uh, I started doing, uh, I did the pit open mic. Right. And I did well enough I got like two genuine laughs, <laughs> and I was did well enough to like Alright, yeah what's 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 run this. with this now? Right. It is crazy thinking about it now of why I would why a human being would put
2: themselves through what sure. I put themselves. Yeah. I mean what yeah. were you thinking? Were you thinking I at really all? I don't like, think I had anything. Did you have a desire for uh, just like acceptance? Uh, acceptance, maybe? yeah. I mean, that's certainly you know that's certainly I go through sure. with my therapist nonstop. Like, yeah, I gotta
1: go. I got a bunch of numbers. I gotta go get one.
2: Yeah, if you need a recommendation, I can hook you up. But uh yeah. he works off the books. Oh yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, like that's how a, much you pay a week? Uh, eighty. A session. Eighty. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I got fifty five of my copay. So that's oh. pretty good. So yeah, yeah, sure you have like insurance? I'm bed. gonna do it two twice a month because. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think you can. I'll, I can pass the number if you want. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, because that's what it is. It's just like it's a, It's it's. It. I mean, there is that element. There's no kind of getting around it. It's that desire for uh, acceptance, or you know, and for someone to tell you you're good. Like you know. Yeah. You're kind of. Because I. I at least I, I don't know how you felt. Like I know going like it's like you go through high school. I was like, oh well, I don't know. Like I. I don't play sports. Like I don't fucking. Not good at that. Like I can't right. do that. Like I figured out being a hardcore kid, metal mm-hmm. uh, kid. Other than that, like right. you know, you know, excel. You can't at make that. a
0: living at that. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: but yeah, like I, I think it's
1: it's it's it's, well, it's 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 really interesting. Like how much self hatred I've had because it's crazy when I think of, especially now when I look back, uh, my early high school years, and I thought it was just, like this ugly, awkward kid, right. Mm-hmm. And I look back on it now, and I was fucking handsome. Like, yeah. like not just like you know. I don't think I'm a decent looking guy now, but I was like really fucking handsome, striking.
0: Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> and I, I totally could have gotten laid. Like, there, yeah. like if I had what I had then, now I would. It would be like forget about it. Would it would be yeah. I would be fucking James Franco. Right. It's just funny
0: how We'd much be fucking James Franco. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: funny. I, I should bring it up here. I'm gonna, one second. Sure.
0: <laughs> that photo of like for the listener. We're get, Dan we're getting is a getting a photo. photo. We're, we're going to fuck...
1: This is like when I was like... A, a, see, like oh, a sophomore in high school. Oh, look at that. Things have changed.
2: Let me see this. Me it see also this looks change. like your last that name I'm is Steigerman.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. What well, happened? Yeah. You could have fucked. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> Why weren't you fucking? Were you... Uh, did <laughs> your, you, your did you play any sports or anything? You I see? did. Well, I used to. I, I
1: wrestled for a little bit, and then I mm. quit that to do theater. Right. right. And then uh, I did cross country,
0: but then I started smoking incessantly and... So it makes sense that, like, pro wrestling would be something you're totally into, combining the theatrics. Yeah, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, yeah it is. the same reason I watch Nashville now. Uh, I, actually, there's one reason I watch Nashville, and that's Connie Britton. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you're becoming a man when you find her
1: more attractive than Hayden Pintero. Oh, yes. oh,
0: yeah, I was saying about, about that it. the other day. Well, I, I was I'm like, ugh, Hayden. Ugh, get out no, of here yeah. with that. Uh, but, but see, I lived in Austin for a couple of years when Friday Night Lights was taping. C- could yeah. care less about the show. Sure. Then did one of those catch up on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Like I watch. Do you the ever run thing. into Connie Britton? No, it's, I, I knew nothing about. It. I was like, what yeah. is this show about football? The first season is really good. I yeah, the first, See, the first I, season. The first,
1: season, first was great. season
2: was great. I stopped in the second. Season so second was like, season
1: was so bad. What happened?
2: Like, there's, there's
0: a murder plot. Yeah, it was and it's, terrible. It's, right. it's not great.
1: Second and third season were bad, and then fourth and fifth are really
0: but good. But seeing I, yeah. seeing Connie Britton, I was like, this is a revelation. Here is a mature, yeah. older woman. Who exudes sex appeal? Yeah, and uh, I think you made me just
2: unattracted. <laughs> oh, what's Hayden doing today? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I just it was. <laughs> it, it, kind you know what it was? It was a. It was it was my first real like movie or whatever celebrity crush in a while. Or it was like I'm yeah. not ashamed about this one. No I wonder how
2: she looks in person.
0: Probably pretty good. More just you know you see
2: certain celebrities and you're like, ugh. Like you look weird. Like I remember seeing Claire Danes on the street, and I was like, "She looks a little odd." And then seeing like Linda Fiorentino <laughs> getting on the train to go to Connecticut, I was like, "You look exactly like Linda Fiorentino." She she's she's cute, I guess. Yeah, Linda. She was yeah. in Jade, right? She was in Jade. She was sexual. Yeah, she. Oh, she's she was sexual. in Men in Black number one. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, uh, she's she's got it. She's got a look. But no, Nashville is just the right amount of. Uh, I mean, it's it's a ridiculous show. It's a ridiculous but, show. But, yeah, uh, totally, I gotta, I gotta, and yeah, there's they have this the, like the the guy that everyone's pining after, the session guitar player, who's way better looking than any fucking session gu- Nashville yeah, sure. session guitar player. Right, he should be like He's, looking at me like no like or something. Showed up. Yeah. For He's for that. that guy. Is pretty good. The guy who's a. We're cr- My favorite is Powers Booth, who, like, plays... Yeah, he is. Powers Booth is on it? He plays the same thing in every... Powers Booth plays, like, one of these real meaty kind of, like... I love him so um, much. Powers Booth. There is... Have either of you guys seen Southern Southern Comfort? Southern Dan, have you seen Southern Comfort? Great movie. Southern Comfort is, like, early 80s. It's basically about a bunch of uh, weekend 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 warrior, like, (laughs) National Guardsmen in Louisiana. And they go on, like, a weekend kind of exercise in the bayou. And, like, someone accidentally dies, and these mountain men or these swamp men come yeah. in. And it's, it's fucking it's amazing. It's essentially the
2: cast of Deadwood. Uh,
0: oh, of is also, it actually a good movie? It's amazing. Yeah. No, it's a great it's movie. It's like a badass, like, it's like first blood meets, meets deliverance. deliverance. That, that's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly
2: the description of Southern, Southern Comfort. Comfort. Definitely. Um, sure. Howard's yeah. Booth is the best. Yeah. I think he's such a good actor. Um, he's good. Oh, he's good. <laughs> so, while you, you know, while you've been doing, you know, we Still thinking about, you know, you got into doing... It's
1: just, it's, you know, we back on it. This is the first time, actually, that I've ever really sat there and thought... Right. ...about just how hard it was. Yeah, <laughs> You know, like, sure. coming up. Well, and this, it,
0: give us another, another shit gig, either from maybe the open mic days... Or well, I would say out. that
1: this, this is one that was particularly humiliating, but it led to something uh, which, you know, was good, uh, was that, I, you know, I was working as an IFC movie usher... Uh, you know, I was like, not drinking for the first time ever, and mm-hmm. my parents came to a show. There's ten comics on it at the Parkside Wedge, and my parents were the only audience members, and they held the show. So we all did a show for my parents. Everybody was fucking terrible that right. was on the show. Sorry if somebody was listening. It was on it. <laughs> One guy was actually who was decent. Who doesn't do stand-up anymore. And Jimmy uh, Johnson
0: from Tanzania. Johnson uh, got
1: me. Uh, he, he got me a job at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. So that was good right after because he felt so bad for me. <laughs> and that was a job that I had like medical and dental. And then I had that job for like three years. Was that the security guard? Yeah, and then I right. quit Okay, uh, from that job. Which that, that's weird because I went back and I did a show for them. And I bombed so bad. <laughs> at the Museum of Men. <laughs> no, it was like the guard opening. I thought it would
2: be that would be like a home run. Right. No dice. I didn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did your... I mean... But having your parents there... I was going to say, that's a big mo Like, you know, what... what well... Did you have that mo I was just like, fuck. Like, and now I got to, like, explain this even you know, more. No, My parents get get were pretty good. I mean, my
1: dad's always been really supportive. My dad's a writer. And he's in the business. Right. And my mom's a teacher. Um, And, I mean, there was one thing that always... Because I won this, like, young playwriting award in high school. and. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I can do this because I won something that you know, like, was like a nationally recognized thing and only I got it that year. So right. I was like, I can do something creative. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was never like that feeling of um, complete idiocy. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I've been very lucky that they've supported me. Um,
0: Have they seen you live since then?
1: Oh, yeah. They were at my oh. Oliver taping and mm. um, yeah, they, they come to a lot of stuff. Um, they don't as much anymore, cause I, I did a show Caroline's, which I, the first one headlining thing I did Caroline's, I didn't do great. I, I would talk
2: too much about my personal life, but the yeah. last one was good. Um, that happened. I I brought up before the last time I did stand up, which killed me for doing it for like a year. Cause I was like, I do sketch stuff mostly, but yeah. I did like a bit show at the theater at UCB for which a show. It was like a it was like a Christmas theme bit show. Mm-hmm. So I did stand up about how terrible my Christmases are. are and Even that? when I was on stage, I was like, I'm just like using this like a therapy session. You yeah, just complete. But... Like there's no jokes. <laughs> like maybe one joke. And I'm just like, and here's my problem with my father. Here's my problem with my mother. Yeah, like, you know? As soon as I walked off, I was like, bad idea. Everything... I did a I had a sh- I did nearly naked at Lady
1: Hour's Pat uh-huh. Dixon show at the creek. And I had a really good set, but the one thing that really sucked was in the middle of it. I talked about a hand job I got at a white, at a strip club, <laughs> right? And I realized that I was just working
2: through it. Like I had it a
1: bit, so it just got really.
2: <laughs> that's the part. That's what I felt like, and I, that's the thing. Yeah. It sounds like with that bit, it's like it's something you haven't processed yet. So then yeah. it's like you were watching this person process their issues with <laughs> themselves before they. So you can't relate. You're just like, okay, I guess I'll just sit here and just uh, deal yeah. with your kind of, you know. Because you haven't figured it out, you haven't figured it out. So like, yeah. it's almost like you're then putting the weight on yeah. them to figure it out. And you too.
0: have it. You literally have a microphone in front of your face, right. multiple times a night to exercise that. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, I want to talk about your um, some a lot of the, the acting stuff that you do and kicking Dan out your uh, your sketch series or your I guess web series. You call series. It acting? Yeah. Or you know, it yeah. seems like there. You, you You definitely. Like you. Uh, uh, I mean, do you do you go up for roles? Do you audition? Um, I was in the... I, I'd say no, but I just... Uh,
1: I think I just landed something, so I can't, like... Uh, I don't want right. to chase it.
2: I know we at least did an audition where I, I remember walk, you walking in as I was walking out, and I was like, oh, that's what they did. They like looked at the UCB performer page <laughs> and looked for like because it was Weird like a Zach Galifianakis type, <laughs> right, right? Big party animal, uh, <laughs> yeah. and they were just like, "Who's got hair?" Yeah, like, yeah. okay, this guy, because it was just like boom, boom. Every single person I could imagine, and as soon as like you walked in, someone was like, "How was it?" I was like, Dan was there, and you know he'll probably get like I was whatever uh, it was, but, just because I was like, I don't know, I don't heck? go in for him, and clearly it was they were just looking for. Us. They were like... Yeah. Uh, anyway. uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I was going on a lot, and then I didn't. And then I think I just landed this one thing, which I didn't really even audition for. So... Right. Um, I've been on, like, a children's show. I was in, like, one movie. but I, uh, And I acted my own stuff, like, all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, I really don't, like... I'm not, I'm, I think I went to school for acting, I'm a pretty good actor, I'm not a good auditioner. Did you do, co- you went to
2: college? for? I went to, yeah, well. for theater, and okay.
1: I did a lot of serious stuff, you yeah. know, I didn't want to, and I, I think I'm a good actor, but uh, I, I don't think I'm a good auditioner. Right. Um. And I don't, I don't love acting like I do stand-up and writing. Right. Yeah. I never have. Right. I never, I never will, I can't like, uh, and some people are fucking really into it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And well, are good at it and like it. Really good Liking
0: team. it is the key. Liking well, So what was the kids. idea behind something like kicking Dan out to make that? I just uh, wanted something like to shirts.
1: showcase me. And I thought that that was, you know, it's pretty, it's a pretty like a uh, self, you know, explanatory yeah. thing. right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just, it's, it was cheap to make. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, it's a bitch, you know, one thing about shorts, the shorts are great in the sense that like, you know, I've had so many people come to me and be like, Oh, I love, I love the fluffer. I love kicking Dan out. Right. Um, But they take forever to make. Yeah. There's really no money involved that you're going to get back from. Yeah. I've kind of made the rule now that I won't produce any on my own. Um, uh, Unless it's specifically like I think I'm producing one on my own, but it's so small. Right. Um, And you're the one who does everything. You know, you're the guy who's producing. You're the guy who's. And even if you have a really good director, which I do. But he's in Wisconsin, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I've got to be the guy who's running a freaking Halloween adventure shop. I've got to be the guy who's... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, even after this, it's like, we're shooting something this weekend for Film.com. Yeah. And uh, we still have two fucking props we can't find. And it's like... And it's not like fucking any, uh, you know... Thank God there's not a Walmart in New York. I'm yeah. much more happy that there yeah. isn't for, uh, you know, uh, moral reasons. <laughs> yeah. But it would be so much easier if everything sure. was just in one place. Yeah. And you didn't have to, like, run and, you know, go to the uniform out- outlet try right. Tribeca. And then go all the way to the ass end of Brooklyn. Because, you know, there's a thrift store that'll yeah. have this right. shit. Um, and then you got to coordinate all the cast. And sometimes yeah. then you got to explain to people, like, oh, you don't have any lines in this. Is this going to be okay to do it? But we need you because we need someone that looks like you yeah. uh, and uh you know it's it's just a it, it's a stressful
2: experience sure. for you know and then hopefully there's some payoff but well that's the thing i think that's the it's the uncertainty that kills me like because you, it's it can be the death of like right. for me
0: like being like ah, i should shoot some more sketches but, or shorts and then i'm yeah. like. Uh, I think we can also all agree that production sucks. It sucks. It is literally I hate like it. Anytime I've had to do production, being on set, hanging around. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I
2: went to I went to school for film, and like immediately, like doing any PA work, I was like, but I, Nah,
0: I'd much rather like, edit. And that's or, why I started doing
2: editing, yeah. and then yeah. I was like, I don't even want to do editing. Like yeah. that gets tiring. Like clearly, I just want people to laugh. At yeah. me yeah. somehow. <laughs> uh,
1: but I tell you, man, I wish that. I could do all that stuff. Sure. Now, yeah. I wish i had gone to school for Filmer, just so I, could, I know how to do all that shit. Right. Because yeah, it, it would save so much time. Even on the practical way of, like, getting a tape to somebody, a stand-up. Right. You right. know, and the stuff that I had to go through coming up with, like, oh, my one guy knows how to edit.
0: Right. And then he would do it. would just take forever, and, you know. That friends and family uh, discount comes with uh, a price. You know, Yeah.
1: Well, it's just, you know, my whole thing is like, uh, even like when I'm producing a short now, if somebody's like, hey, you should do this, he'll do it for free, and I'm like, I don't want somebody to do it for free. Because yeah. if I ask somebody to do it for free, then it's not going to get done. You yeah. know, like, I'd rather just pay a hundred bucks or something and be like, I need this done by this Right. Yeah. Ton. That's what
2: I'm starting to realize. Like, it's like, yeah. You get what I've you got pay one for. that's been sitting for like a year now, just because like, I can't tell that. Because the person who's... Doing is like does great. Like he's got plenty of stuff going on, and I'm not gonna like push him to get the thing done, like edit it in or whatever. But
1: everything is glacial, you know. Yeah. it's a yeah. glacial. It's not the pace that you want. But luckily, you know, all these shorts have got me. I mean, like this series and the fluffer in particular. There's certain ones, like me and Nate Fernald. You know, Team Submarine. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um We do a lot of stuff together, and me and Nate Fernald made two shorts. Probably two of my favorites, but like. They just, for some reason, they didn't. We, we did a uh, the Avengers family where we did the Avengers, and then we just m- interspliced clips of Medea to make her the sixth right. of Avenger. And we're like, oh, this is gonna have like a million hits, and then no one looked at on it. <laughs> right. And then uh, we did this other one, which I knew wasn't gonna get a lot of hits, but it's probably my favorite short that I've ever done. And we just wanted to do one of those, uh, like, you know how in the change up where it's like John Wilkes was yeah. down on his luck. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did that. And then it's a homeless guy. Like, Dan Sage, have you seen that one? Yeah, the Bagel. bagel yeah. Finder. That yeah. was like my favorite shirt that we've done. <laughs> it's
0: very, yeah, it's very Uh,
1: but, uh, no, of course, like, there's got, like, ten views. You know what I mean? Like, right.
0: You know, can't I can't think, like, plus, constantly. we use that guy
1: Joe DiAlegro, who's uh, that one dude with an open Hawaiian shirt at oh, the end yeah, who yeah. staff yeah. people. I kind of want to use that guy every—there's <laughs> guys I find in my life that I want to put in every short.
0: Well, actually, speaking of having this cast of characters, I think we've got to talk about the dream that I had early this morning <laughs> about this podcast. Oh, yeah. And we were saying there might be some Jungian things here. Uh, maybe you can shed some light yeah. on this. So I had a dream, like this is yeah. one of these early morning, like you wake up and you that we were taping this podcast with you as our guest at my parents' home on Long Island. And <laughs> Jeff was in the house, like getting the equipment together. You show up, but you show up with a posse of 70 people. <sighs> in like six cars
2: kind of like a, a
0: but like a Chris Gethard show type right, group right. of uh of I didn't realize, like
1: how those guys worship Chris yeah it's Crazy. they
2: yeah. really did so
0: but among so <laughs> you, you so so then you didn't have uh, you had just kind of like uh um uh five like just stubble like yeah. Noel Wiley from uh from uh, ER. ER, yeah, that, nice kind of that, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> but you had like a PR lady Stunning with Stunning good you. looks like Noah Wiley. And I was, right I was freaking out that just because like, how are we going to accommodate? There's 70 people. Uh-huh. There were like all these stunts happening. And then you're like, oh, no, no, no. We know each other. We were in like sixth grade English together. And you showed me you were carrying a plastic backpack that you would had everyone from sixth grade English sign the backpack like it's like a yearbook uh-huh. thing. And I had written to you like, hey, Dan, like. I, I love to go to shows. I love McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it was just what I wrote to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I go into the house. Jeff has no idea that there are seventy people outside. He's trying to plug like the microphone yeah. wires into a mouse yeah. with like a modem <laughs> cable. Uh,
1: there's a lot of anxiety in your what mind. do you make, do you make of that? I just think there's a lot of anxiety there. I think there might yeah. have
0: been some anxiety in there. Parent yeah. issues, <laughs> you're worried
2: about, you know, you're you're in your mother's house, you're worried yeah. about uh maybe it was the uh, early morning feelings on you. Uh, I, you know, I, I had this is a dream that I had
1: a couple weeks ago, which which I was telling this girl who I have a, a crush on, who's uh, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a dream. I told her about this, which probably should. I told her I had a dream that I met with her, and she was like this, like horrible bitch who was like terrible <laughs> to me. And then I, I went outside, and I rose. It was at my parents' house, and I was like had a buffalo wing, I was eating the wing, and I was like, they threw it over the side, and my dad's with me, and he goes, don't fucking throw the buffalo wings over there, because there's a duck pond. So I was like, duck pond? I look over, and it's a giant pond, but there's like a family, a naked family acting like ducks, and like eating the chicken wing. What does that mean? Uh, uh, but
2: uh, now I'm hungry for some buffalo Yeah, let's wings. all go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, BW3? Uh, sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, yeah, bring that one up when you get a therapist.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a perfect segue. Uh, you have another, you have another terrible tour tale. Um,
1: I'm trying to think whatever, what else is, I mean, what, where else has been? Asked? Just,
0: it's just, yeah, you, you
1: bomb someone. Blah, blah. You know, this happened on Saturday night, which is probably the most articulate heckle and one of the most brutal that I've ever had. <laughs> I was doing the village lantern. Great venue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and by that I mean, uh, it is one of the most godforsaken places in the world, <laughs> and it's the only venue you can say that about because no one books. Right? Like, I don't know who. There's just like a ghost of a pirate there who <laughs> allows fucking people to just throw shows down there. What like, it's not even one of those things. Is. Like, it's the only place that you're allowed to badmouth on a podcast that it will never get back to because I don't think anyone runs it. Right? I really don't think anybody runs that place.
2: There hasn't been a promoter there for twenty. Yeah, years. yeah.
1: It really is crazy. And I went there, and it was, like, four people.
2: Uh-huh.
1: No, it was, like, eight. And uh, I was doing fine. Um, I wasn't doing great. And then I was picking on this one couple, and then, <laughs> and, then I was like, and then they said something. I was like, oh, that was funny. And they're like, we're allowed to be boring. You're not allowed to be boring. <laughs> we paid to watch stand-up, entertain us. Like it was like, whoa! Oh. And you get, and then like my response was, I hope you get asshole cancer, which also isn't <laughs> the most uh,
0: <laughs> the yin and yang of uh, yeah. articulate
2: <laughs> asshole cancer. <laughs> She knows how nice this white was. Yeah. <laughs> For the listener, there's a there's a, beautiful there's a nice light, light above of
0: <laughs> uh in the studio today.
2: So yeah, I mean, do you uh, do you feel better now with the heckles, like like you said, with like doing kind of more club things or crowd does work? Does it come do, doing crowd work, doing uh dealing yes. with that? Yeah. Uh does it come up as much in the in, I don't ever hear anyone at like a Whiplash or whatever. Like a Whiplash is like Whiplash is not. Come on, it's yeah. the
1: easiest show. Everyone's I mean, I love Whiplash. My favorite show in the city. But I mean, if you if you bomb on Whiplash, you're 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 an right. idiot, or you're going through some right. Or you're terribly unfunny, or going through something right. horrible in your life, mm. um, and you were emotional about it or something. Right. I don't know. I mean, like no, no. <laughs> that's the easiest no you don't yeah. get in that but i get not every show's you know i i actually love working my buddy dustin runs Greenwich village comedy club and i work that a lot and that's mm-hmm. kind of fun because that's like a real fucking workout room like you right. gotta have like chops and shit to do that uh because even some of these like you know even places you know, i don't work the cellar but like uh, uh that that's a lot of times that's just an amazing room and you go there right. and, and they're ready to go because they know there's great comedy going there is there a and reason
0: I, why you don't Work there, or
1: do you have- uh, I? You know, I'm I'm very intimidated by that place, right. obviously. Right. And I have I have a lot of friends yeah. who work there, and um, you know, it's funny. I don't want to go there until I know you're. I'm, I'm ready. i you're I think I, I, I mean I think I'm ready now, but I don't want to like I want to have the two or three racks, and I want to have like a I want to show them like here's a half an hour of me on right. some network. Right. You know, yeah. I don't want to just be like here's two ten minute sets. So maybe that's my own anxiety or something Sir. like that, but. You know, I, I
2: have a lot of respect. And for there's that a place. way. There's a lot. Yeah, I'm. Sure, and I'm. I'm sure there is a lot. And, well, of there's, a a there's a way too because you,
1: you can get past there and then like, you know, not get used as much and stuff. Yeah. You know, because so I I, I want to go there when I'm I'm I know I can just and it's be a regular No one is
2: being vicious. Like I mean, it's just the people who the vicious? are vicious. Yeah, the yeah, audiences? No, or? the the people who do it. Like I think oh, like, the, the people, people who learn, do it. Like, when you think I don't think they do, man. I really don't
1: think that they're. I don't. I don't think it's true at all. I think that that's just. I think that there's a very – there's difference between an alt-room and a club-room way of uh, interacting. And I actually – as I get older, I'm appreciating the club-rooms more. Mm. You know, alt-room, everybody's really nice. But, like, there's a lot of passive-aggressive bullshit going on. And sometimes you don't know where you stand a lot of the times. And there's like – and it's like, did that guy just insult me? I can't tell. Well, you know, a club, it's like kind of everybody gives you shit – but then after a while, you know, right. you're like one of the boys, you know yeah. what I mean? And there's also this camaraderie. You know, like when you go to a place like UCB and, the pit and Union Hall, and I love Union Hall, and I think that they're, it's just as important to be able to kill there as right. it is in a club. <laughs> but there is a bond that happens when you're working with other comics as a club that even if you don't like another comic's material, mm-hmm. you see the audience as the enemy. Because they're not there. They're there to have fun. They're not there to appreciate comedy. Sure. Opposed, you know, uh downtown rooms are just more like... You know, everybody's trying to have the best joke, which is also invaluable. So, right. you know, I mean, I it, and I really think that the because, like, you look at the guys now, uh, the good guys work in both rooms. You know, yeah, uh, like yeah. both clubs and da- da- it's it's not at all. You know, it's not like all right, everybody's either working at the comedy store or Largo. You know, right. it's uh, now there's there's a lot of jumping back and forth and that's you know that's great yeah. did you
2: ever have that point where you're like ah eh, fuck the club rooms like i'm gonna just i do didn't this. get
1: book of clubs because i well, my shit was too fucking alty right, right. um for a while and, um i did have a little bit of that attitude when i was, was starting out but then like you look at ck and it's like Here's a guy who was like a Conan guy, writer. who was as weird as they got. Right. And now he's been able to transition that. And It's like, if you can't talk to any, everybody. Yeah. Then.
2: I think it's like the transition from like when, you know, playing bands in like a punk world. And then you start to get older and you're like, well, I can still kind of do what I want to be doing. Like right. in the form, fu- like, you know, but kind of tweak it. But like, it's not like. It has to be this black and white.
0: You yeah, know, you grow up. You, you mature, grow up. You know, That's you're, really
2: you're, what you're, it you know, is. But I do think there's that punk mentality, like that certain yeah, well, people never leave, you know? And, you uh, know, there are
1: certain people who I think are, uh, you know, amazing who are definitely like, you know, they're, they've they got to stay weird. You right. know, to be amazing, you know, like I think Kate Rowan's like one of the funniest people. Mm-hmm. And she's weird as fuck. Right. You know, she probably wouldn't go over with it, like, a, like a couple from Universal Studios. But um, for me, like, I look at it as, in, in for my own act, where I'm like, well, you know, I, if I can't explain some of these ideas to everybody, right. then there's probably a problem there, you know? Right. um, mm. Which is why crowd work, work, work helps so much. But, you know, I'm getting to the point, too, where I have to start to merge the crowd work and the material together and, right. you know... There's always something to to improve. It's a beautiful game, man. It's a beautiful (laughs) game. So you also also do a podcast? I do, and we just got sponsored by
0: Heavy.com. Nice. And I think we're going to go back to recording Mm -hmm. on Wednesday, so... Yeah. And what's the, uh... I mean, was that just kind of like, let's just start a podcast type thing, or, uh... Well,
1: I love working with Sean Donnelly. He's, like, one of my best friends
0: in comedy. Mm -hmm. And in life. Um, and, uh...
1: I wanted to do something about, you know, the dumbest shit that we've all done. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I thought that that would be a fun medium for us to right. We're gonna, we, We've gotten some great people on the show and had some really great shows. So yeah. we're hoping to
2: keep that going. Yeah. Awesome. That's, uh, so how do you, just going back to something you said before, because uh-huh. uh, we're getting close to wrapping, uh, you know, how do you kind of, we talked about the kind of glacial pace of it all. Uh, and the, the right. stress around it Like you know how do you How do you kind of deal with The fact because there's no getting around Like everything just Nothing moves as fast as you ever want And nothing yeah. ever kind of will
1: Well you uh, know you kind of gotta You know and it's it's hard for me now You know to talk about you Sure know, Where it's like uh, You know it's not on your timeline So yes. you put You know you, you just put the work in And you don't worry about the results And I think that that's Kind of every You know that's a you know, I guess a uh, kind of a, you know, take the desire out, I guess right. take the end results and Yeah. You know, I'm trying to read a lot of fucking Taoist and Buddhist stuff to try to get that, <laughs> but it's it's really it's tough, you know. Cuz
2: the key it, the, the key is, you know, getting through the day, but then when you're at night, when it's
0: you're, you're in bed, you yeah, know. It is like Bruce
1: Springsteen yeah. lyrics. Into
2: <laughs> the <laughs> night. <laughs> and here's night the underrated and cut on Backbone exactly.
0: uh, Meeting across the river. Nope. Johnny!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. What do you think of the new uh, the new Bruce Springsteen record? I like it a lot. Wrecking Ball? Yeah, I have not heard. I have not heard, I think, a Bruce Springsteen record since uh, Tunnel's it's, Love, this actually. This is the
2: best one they've had
1: since De- uh, Devils and Dust. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the Seeker Sessions. I thought those were great. And then the last one before that, I, those are the best three, I think, Then since, I don't know, maybe goes to Tom Joad or something. Since
0: uh, Human Touch, Lucky Town. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had Although, when it came I was, out. Uh, I was listening to
1: uh, Brilliant Disguise. One Great one. song. It's a really good song. Uh,
0: for, for the listener. Yeah,
1: okay. Have you seen uh, the music video?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very. The, the, th- this is the thing. I think we've talked about this before. Uh, yeah. For the listener, uh, Tunnel of Love is Bruce Springsteen's follow-up to Born in the USA. came out in like 1987. Right. He dropped
1: He's, E Street for that, right? Yeah, it was just Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Born in the USA was E Street or no?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, born in the USA, obviously, for the listener, if you're a fucking idiot, uh, was, uh, was, was one of the biggest records of the, of the mid-80s, of the 80s. Never heard uh, of it, but go on. So, what, is, what is this Born in the USA no. of which you speak? Bruce Pinkstein? So, uh, Tunnel of Love was like his mature follow-up. <laughs> Um, it's very, it's steeped in that kind of like mid to late eighties production. I, I would say Peter Gabriel so is a good kind of analogous. Now you're very my language, very clean. I was, I've been listening
1: to Peter Gabriel all the time.
0: He's the best. We He's love, really we great. love Peter yeah. Gabriel. And I always
1: thought he was lame, but no. I was listening to that Kate Bush song and I like, getting yeah. emotional.
2: Don't give up. Uh, yes, but so, so Peter Gabriel comes up, and a they're like, they like holding each other. Yeah, during it. yeah. We, we love Peter Gabriel. Have but you delved into all Genesis? Uh, well, I used to
1: like it when I was a kid, but I yeah. should listen to it now, right? The old Genesis. Yeah, old, with like, Peter Gabriel Peter singing. Gabriel fronted Genesis. Yeah. It's the and best band got, ever. What did he, what did they, they did the, don't, what, oh, that,
2: That's
0: a little, that's, that's not Genesis. i can tell you, like, li- old Genesis. Genesis mine. started like 1970 with Peter Gabriel singing. Yeah. Oh, and well, then when would Phil Collins come in? Phil Collins played drums. Oh, yeah. Then Phil when, Collins and played then, drums,
2: and then he switched, and they were still kind of a progressive Gabriel left in for like three to four foot, records. They were progressive rock until Invisible Touch and We Can't Dance. And was uh, Peter Gabriel still in there? No, brother? he did no. solos. Peter Gabriel, Gabriel had solo, already done so. like his first four records, and Shock so the
0: yeah. So Peter he, Gabriel's a great man. He is great. So the, but the point I was going to say is oh, "Tunnel yeah. of Love" <laughs> by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> the, the, the title track "Tunnel of Love" and the song "Brilliant Disguise" both kind of sound similar. Yeah, they yeah. have this very clean, synthy, uh, somber feel. But they're great. And yeah. He's wearing like a bolo tie on the front. He's in front I saw that. Yeah, bolo tie. It's a run so funny. With that. Uh,
1: Ar- I think like it was like uh, Artie Wang was saying that on Howard, where he was talking about like Bruce Springsteen's from friggin' Southern. You know, he's from Mid Jersey or whatever. and He's right. like talks like I've been on the track <laughs> the whole time.
0: Like, Wait, how did you get that accent? It's, it's like the Madonna <laughs> thing. It's yep. become exaggerated over the years, where he's now literally like whittling. He saw eyes. Ben Stiller's <laughs>
2: impression when Ben Stiller would do it on the Ben Stiller. That's show. right. Yeah. like, I got it up the. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so Dan, uh, as we come full circle here, yeah. uh, speaking of music, speaking of 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 of, of playing, you know, going up, playing shows, yeah. whatever, stand up. What do you think of the word gig? Uh, I like the word gig. Perfect. The guy likes the word gig. Well, is, the word is, gig.
1: is there a big problem?
2: Uh, it's it, well, it, it's one of the, we ask because uh, it depends. It depends if musicians uh, musicians who are playing lower level hate the word gig. Some well, lower
0: group. level it musicians come from like levels. an underground yeah. underground it's like, oh, gig it's a show. We play gig. a show. Yeah. There's a oh, difference no, between no. show. I like gig concert, better than show. Gig. gig I think with,
2: with comedians, it, it gig
0: almost every sense. comedian we've yeah, had on the show like gig. loves, loves gigs
2: because gigs are what bar bands play. Uh, yeah, like you know at like PJ McGillicutty's. <laughs> uh, I just
0: feel like there's
1: more like working class pride in gig. Right. <sighs> yeah. Like I got a gig tonight. More stuff. It's very Now
0: we know why you like the word. There, right. there we go. I got to also ask you, how was it Dan was devouring a fruit salad the entire interview? How to work out? How? It, was
2: it looks <laughs> great. Idea. Looks
0: great. I lost forty five pounds in eight months. I'm trying to keep that up. For oh, that's, awesome. that's <laughs> amazing. So, so you you got stuff going on this week. You got some you going yeah. going up. Don't give
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: don't know why, I, just,
0: I know it's in my head. Uh,
1: this wait, when does this come out? Uh,
0: who the hell knows? I'm going to be general. on. I'm going to be
1: on best week ever in January. Oh, best week that. ever, and uh, I'm going to have an album coming out soon. Ooh, so awesome. called bad at the good times. There we go. So check you know, that when that out. comes out. Uh, not yet. because okay. We're still remixing a few things.
0: Yeah, uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. So the only thing that we, that is left to say three little words. Get home safe. Good night and good luck. (laughs) Thank you. Worst gig ever. (laughs)